From American Public Media, this is Weekend America. I'm Bill Radke with John Moe. In our Listening In series, we've been exploring the many ways people use music in their day-to-day lives. Today, we're listening in with world-renowned architect Danielle Liebskind to the music he uses to start his day. Liebskind is well-known for his designs of the Jewish Museum in Berlin and the Freedom Tower at Ground Zero. He listens to a solid block of uninterrupted music every morning before heading to his studio. Series producer Gideon D'Arcangelo listened in with Liebskind to the music that helps him seize the day. Uh, I don't think I would have a good day if I wasn't able to start by listening to music. In his studio, perched high atop the skyscrapers of downtown Manhattan, Danielle Liebskind and I listen to the music of his morning ritual. Uh, so it's not uh, something of a luxury, it's, it's almost a necessity. And it's not a background. I don't do it as, as you know, uh, hustle and bustle of, of domestic life. And in the background, there's music. I, I sit down uh, when I have the time, and, and mostly I do have time early in the morning, just to listen to, to a piece of music. On his morning playlist this week is Fugue Number 22 from the Well-Tempered Clavier by Bach played by the incomparable Glenn Gould. There's a lot of tension in this piece because it's very, it's almost like a slow motion machine of some sort. Uh, it, it, it's, you, you can hear the gathering sort of thunder behind the very, very uh, deliberate notes uh, and they do gather, but without the kind of fury of an effect. like an unfolding of reality. And it's particularly incredible in the morning when it's early. And it, it's almost like a figure of, you know, emblem of, of the, how the world opens up. Listening to We're listening to Messiaen, uh, Oliver Messiaen, and it's a amazing set of CDs. Liebskin's bright blue eyes shine through his blue-rimmed rectangular glasses with special intensity when he's listening to music. Liebskin was a talented musician himself before becoming one of the world's busiest architects. In addition to the many buildings his studio is currently working on, a grand piano he recently designed will come off the production line later this year. The idea to listen to music is not to be distracted by anything else. It's to, it's to kind of go into it and, and not to think and not to be thinking about what you're doing or, or, or anything intellectual at all. It's an emotion. Next up is Cab Calloway's take on the classic St. Louis blues. To me, this is almost like a, a compression of, you know, Walt Disney, Marx Brothers, the vitality of sort of America in some indescribable way, which, which is in this music. So I kind of love it for that reason. It's particularly beautiful when I listen to it. And I see the skyscrapers of New York out of my window. Uh, and, I, and I think of, you know, this was the 1920s, and it's still, New York's got that vibrancy. Oh, I love this piece here, right now. 
this fantastic invention of language. I mean, look at the inventiveness. I mean, talking about out of the box. These uh, uh, musicians were out of the box way before architects discovered that they can, you know, introduce a new thing into their works. <laughs> Liebskin cues up an obscure free jazz improvisation by pianist Keith Tippett, recorded in Berlin in 1989. One of his longtime favorites for the morning because, he says, it mirrors the beginning of the day. It's, it kind of starts with some choppy sort of inventions that don't seem to go anywhere, and then suddenly breaks into sort of a, an amazing crescendo of total fantasy. It, it, it shows that you test different paths, and, and that some of these paths lead you to nowhere, but others suddenly open up into frontiers that you had no idea were accessible. I ask him if he sees any common thread running through this eclectic mix of music. I suddenly realized that all of them were individual. There was Glenn Gould playing by himself. There is uh, Keith Tippett playing by himself. There is the great uh, organist. And there's the, the Cab Calloway. So they are individuals. It seems that, for Liebskin at least, listening to personal music made by individuals really works at that intimate time of morning when one is trying to organize oneself to face the day. I, I would never listen to a Beethoven symphony in the morning or a choral work by Monteverdi. Intuitively, I, I would think it's the wrong time of day, maybe in the afternoon or towards the evening. So maybe there's something, because it's an individual facing reality, whether it's you know jazz, whether it's uh, improvisation, whether it's an organist playing, it's someone. And you can identify somehow with that act of individuality, which to me is the most precious thing. Leaning over, chin in hands, with his elbows on the massive table in his conference room, Liebskin gets fully immersed in the music. I wonder if one of the reasons for having a morning music ritual is the kind of all-absorbing focus one can get when listening to music. It's the equivalent for the soul what, you know, running and jogging would be for the body. It's not for the body, it's for the soul. But the soul also needs to be fed, otherwise it's empty. And, and that music, uh, it, when you fill your mind with it, it, your mind isn't empty during the day. You know, it, it's furnished. In New York, I'm Gideon D'Arcangelo for Weekend America. Last weekend, we asked you what music gets you going in the morning, and this weekend, we have your answers at our website. Go and make yourself a motivational mixtape. Go to weekendamerica.org. Well, we hope we have furnished your mind this hour of American Public Media's Weekend America. I'm Bill Radke in Los Angeles. And I'm John Moe at partner station KUOW in Seattle. You can download a free enhanced podcast of this entire program at weekendamerica.org. Now get out there and enjoy your weekend. <laughs>